and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to another episode. Um, today's episode is probably a, a little bit more educational than the show's been in a little while, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was important to talk about this topic um, because I feel like as a K-pop fan, keeping up with the news mm-hmm. is like something that you want to do, but sometimes it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to try to give people some sources, I think, if they want to try to keep up with stuff. But I also want to mention some places to stay away from, some stuff to take with a grain of salt. Yeah, we're just like that. We're just going to run down some popular sources for K-pop news um, and give a few like pros and cons as far as, you know, which ones are reliable and which ones maybe um, are not as reliable. Because with as with any topic, if you're going to try and educate yourself um, about any particular topic, you should, um, you know, look out for for reliable sources. Absolutely. Um, And I guess I just want to get this out on the top, like throw ourselves into the fire, like let's do this. Just address something like right up top because I feel like it's just going to kind of be creeping under this the whole time if I don't say anything mm-hmm. about it, um, which is that if you – I think I feel like everybody must know because everybody in my real life has like asked me about this thing. Mm. But in the last couple of months, there's been a huge scandal – like of involving several like K-pop and otherwise Korean celebrities and big business people. And it's horrible. (laughs) And we said when it was first happening, I said something on Twitter like, oh, we're not going to talk about this right now till like the facts come out or whatever. Things were happening really quickly. And so like reports were reports and details were changing and coming out very quickly. But at this point, now that so many months have gone by and so much has come out, I think I just, like, want to say, like, we're not going to talk about this on, we're not going to talk about Burning Sun or the Mm -hmm. Molka scandal or any of it on this podcast. And not because I think people are innocent and we should wait for the facts to come out or any of that stuff. Like, I just literally don't want to talk about it. I don't want to say the words out loud and make people have to hear them. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not my favorite murder. Like, you guys are here to talk about, like, I just don't want to do that on my podcast. And I hope y'all are okay with, I just don't want to do it. I think, absolutely. It's just burning if Burning Sun is a controversy that's been going on for a while that's sort of the name of the controversy so if you don't know what we're talking about and you'd like to Google it just Google Burning Sun controversy and Um, I'll tell you some places today where I feel like there's good reporting on it at the end of this episode but I don't want to do it you will have several sources that you can look into this controversy if you'd like to but we just felt like the, the nature of the controversy is very upsetting and it does not fit into what we would like for our show. So we're not going to talk about it, but we are going to talk about K-pop news in general and where you can get your K-pop news, whether you want to read about Burning Sun or not. Totally. (laughs) Whether or not the news in question Mm -hmm. is like very serious crime or just like whose comeback is next, I want you to be able Mm -hmm. to have... Places to find that yeah. information. That's exactly. really where I'm getting and these, with this. And these sources of information will give you that wide spectrum of not only just like who's in the news and who's doing what, but also like when are comebacks coming and like what kind of music video teasers coming out and places that you can just keep up with everything. If you, you know, if maybe right now the main source of your information is Twitter and Twitter is kind of like a dizzying mess. fuck, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, or that. Um, <laughs> uh, Twitter can be hard to navigate sometimes and, you know, you get easily lost in threads and and it's not always reliable. So if if the main source of your K-pop news is Twitter, we can, we can help you. Yes. Um, so something I just wanted to, like, discuss, I guess, up top is just the general idea that, like, all of us as international fans, like, people who do not speak Korean, like, we re- we rely so heavily on trans like translators mm-hmm. and the people that take the time to translate news sources and stuff. Um, so that's like a factor that you always have to be thinking about. Um, and I especially find like with all news, like it's best to find as many sources as possible, mm-hmm. especially in the case of like say your idol did something wrong or is whatever wrote a letter. Mm-hmm. 
I always try to find at least Absolutely. two translations because people like translating stuff is a mm-hmm. very difficult art and there's like a lot of nuance to it. So I feel like if you can read two translations, then you can get like, okay, Absolutely. I see what the gist of this was 100%. supposed to be. That's a great tip. Um, when it comes to really anything that is supposedly from the wor- the idols themselves. Like a like statement. A statement, a speech, a letter, a post. Always try to find multiple sources for the translation because, like Shannon just said, some people will... The phrasing and the wording can be very delicate and it can sway the meaning of it um, depending on how it's, it's stated. But it's always a good idea when you're looking for um, reports about anything, but especially about K-pop as well, to find multiple sources um, because obviously it's always difficult for sources to be completely objective and like some sure. sources include certain, certain details that other sources might omit. Um, and if something is only ever covered by one source, like maybe that's not that reliable of a source. If you can't find that same topic covered Somewhere by multiple else. people, then that should raise a red flag. Yeah. And another thing I feel like just to look out for, um, because it seems to have gotten very popular recently, and I feel like it's just like a dangerous way to joke around, which is fake subs. Mm. There's like whole tumblers and YouTube channels that like just for the lols like yeah. put fake subs over stuff. Yeah. Um for funny jokes, but like mm-hmm. it's not what they're saying. And yeah. then often, like, especially the way that like Twitter and Instagram work, then those things get cut down into 15 second contextless mm-hmm. clips and they get spread around. So like I don't know if you see something that seems odd, like I don't know, just try to find where it came from. Yeah, try to find where it came from, try to find the source, try to find multiple sources. It's funny because uh we were just talking about Shiny's light stick, the Shadding Star, <laughs> and how it's a stupid name. And um uh a little while ago, I saw on Tumblr this post going around, which I saw a while ago. Like, I, this this is not a new joke or whatever, but it's one of those incorrect subs where it is shiny on uh, at a fan meet, basically. And the subs sit, make it seem as though Zhang Young asks two fans... Like, if you could ask Shiny anything, like, this is your chance, like, what would you say? And it cuts to the girl, and she just goes, Shatting Star is a stupid name for a light stick. And all of Shiny, like, laughs. And But I saw that post posted with, like, oh, my God, I love Shawls. Like, they keep it real. And that is fake subs. Like, yeah. that didn't really happen. So, like, I, I honestly messaged the girls, like, this is fake. Um, I just, like, No, thanks for doing your part. Yeah, I, like, couldn't stand for someone, like, thinking that it was real. So, like, always be careful and always fact check. Um, because the sad reality is that a lot of people don't fact check nowadays. Um, so if you want to be a, a an intelligent consumer of news, then do your fact checking yeah. yourself. <laughs> because you can't always trust the news organizations to do it. Um, so where do you get your K-pop news? From you. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought the answer was, but I was just wondering if maybe Sometimes there was another if I if I am like looking for something specific or if I like hear rumblings of something and I and I like want details, if I don't ask you, then I look it up on Soompi. Yes, that's the mm-hmm. first place on my list under where I get my news. I think as far as like dedicated K-pop journalism in English, like mm-hmm. I think Soompi is your place. Yeah. It's S-O-O-M-P-I mm-hmm. dot com. And they also have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and yeah. all the things where you can get the little blips. Um, but I think I did. So I've done like pros and cons mm-hmm. for all of these things. And the pros about Soompi is that it's been a website for like 25 years they have a whole team of translators and they also are an official source and they get press releases like mm-hmm. directly from companies. So they get comeback news yeah. and teaser images and stuff like right at the top mm-hmm. with everybody else because they're like recognized as an official yeah. source. Um, and they also do Spanish and French articles. They have oh, a whole cool. team that does that. And a thing that I liked about Soompi when I first got into K-pop, because I'm an old lady and I like forums as a way to talk to people, <laughs> Soompi has a very large forum with all okay. kinds of different, like, subcategories. When I was still, like, a very religious uh, We Got Married watcher, mm. I spent a lot of time on the We Got Married Soompi forums because that's where, like, other people who watched that very weird specific thing were and we yeah. could talk about it. Um, so I like Soompi, but I guess, like, one of the cons is that it's kind of just a con of media these days in general is that, like, like most of these places, they are slightly guilty of clickbait. Mm. Um 
but like that is how people make money on the True. internet is like getting people to click on your article. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I'll see a Soompi tweet that will be like, rumors of someone leaving VIX, question mark, and the article tells you that like, blah, this like, they clarified a statement that that's not true or whatever. But all the mm -hmm. replies under will be like, delete this, it's misleading. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Okay, but they're trying. They're trying their best. Yeah, but like they have to pay. Like they get their advertisements based on number of clicks, so like they kind of have to do it the way. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I feel like compared to others, they're not as bad about it. But like, mm -hmm. I'm sure someone will be like, "But that one time, I'm not yeah. saying they're perfect. I'm nobody is. I'm just saying I feel like it's a good. It's probably the most official like yeah. website where you can get your K-pop news. It, this is an official news source. Like they get real press releases. Like they are a member of the. Of the legitimate press. Totally. Um, so the next one on my list, I feel like people might have a reaction to this. So I guess I can premise, like, preface by being like, this is a personal Shannon recommendation, <laughs> but I know a lot of people do not like this website, but I do. Uh, it's called Asian Junkie. Okay. And it's basically just a blog that's written by a very snarky person. I believe it's a male person, but I am not sure, and it doesn't matter. But it's written by mm -hmm. a person who's very snarky. Um, but it's my perfect level of snark. Like, I feel like it's not mean towards the idols. It's more like eye-rolly at the whole mm. at the whole of it all okay. when it is negative. Um, but I feel like it's very well-researched when it needs to be. Like, when there is serious stuff going down or when there is a weird scandal. Like, for our Tiara episode, I got most of my, like, deets from Asian Junkie because they were following it very closely. Yeah. And they, like, instead of being like, oh, these girls were bullying, they were like, here is the evidence of bullying and mm -hmm. here's why. Like, I don't know. I feel yeah. like they do good work. They're They're not—they try to present the facts as facts as opposed to presenting opinions that they then like throw like oh these girls were bullying because they said this they don't they take out the bullying part and they which can color the statement in general and then they just say the girls posted this supposedly right. this is what happened sure so there's good research when it's needed the the person who runs it is also like very um particular about what translations they mm. use and they like wait for multiple translations to publish anything like I feel like even though it's just somebody's snarky blog like journalism things are being taken mm -hmm. into account um I also really love they do posts that are just called this is dumb like this is dumb colon something and then it's a usually about some weird thing that netizens have latched onto or like mm. a scandal that like isn't a scandal or like isn't anything like one that's coming to mind right now was there was a picture once that Amber put up on her Instagram of her and Luna in the SM dance practice room. And the way that Luna was like in the windowsill, like doing a splits, but the way the picture was taken, you can't tell that the windowsill is deep and it just sort of looks like oh. she's floating in the air. And so the article was like, this is dumb. Luna is a witch. And then it just like <laughs> talks about like this weird little thing. And then the all the other thing I love about Asian Junkie is that they are extremely, they put a lot of like horny posts. Like if any girl groups wear bikinis or if any dudes have their like titties out, then an article gets written about it. Love it. Equal opportunity objectification. <laughs> I also feel like the comment section is usually fun, except for if it's like a real scandal and people get into fights. But even then, I don't know. I just feel like the people that hang out around there, it feels more like my vibe of the kind of... I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of cynical. Mm -hmm. Like I love K-pop, but I feel like I'm generally pretty cynical about it. And I think the vibe of Asian Junkie feels that way, which is why I think a lot of people hate it. But I like the realistic reality of like sure right and the person who runs the group also is usually very into like underrated girl groups that often like befall mm. tragic endings right yeah. now the person is very into dream catcher oh, okay. um, but they previously were like into tiara and crayon pop and like yeah, yeah groups yeah. that didn't go well so that's kind of a fun angle but i guess the cons are like 
this should not be your primary source of news because they don't post about everything. The person only posts about what they want to. Mm -hmm. So it's not a place to get all your news. It's just where you're going to get articles about whatever this person thinks about it. And they're opinionated articles. Very opinionated. I would say, whereas like Soompi is a news source, this is more of an editorial. This is like a column, right? This is something that is going to specifically have this person's voice in it. Um, and then another thing that fans get very cranky about, which is why I feel like a lot of people are like, boy, I got Asian junkie or like have them blocked on Twitter or whatever, is that they are like a legitimate music critic and like write these very and they complain all the time that they don't get as many clicks as the like bullshit articles. But they write like very cohesive album reviews. Mm-hmm. Like, really well-made album reviews. And, like, but people like to hold that against them. Like, I saw on their Twitter the other day, somebody was, like, calling out that they didn't like Seventeen's debut album. Mm-hmm. And they were like, look who's laughing now. And the, and the Asian Junkie was like, I didn't like that album. I still don't like that album. Yeah. It doesn't mean they haven't made good music since. Like, I stand by what I said. <laughs> um, but people try to bully them a lot about, mm-hmm. like... About their opinions. Yeah. So. But anyway, it's a website that I enjoy, so I just wanted to, like, call it out. But I understand that it is very controversial, but I think it's pretty fun. Well, it's opinionated, and opinions can be divisive. So just know yes, when you're looking through your sources, like, oh, this is going to be someone's opinion. So don't get too mad about it. Um, so this next one on my list is, like, something that I've been using more recently as a news source, but I think it's a pretty decent one. And that is the Reddit community r slash K-pop. So it's a very, very big Reddit community. It has very, very, very strict rules. Um, So you can't just post anything there. There are several other, like, little K-pop-y. What are some of the rules? Like, just you can only, like, post actual news, and it Mm. has to have this kind of links, and, like, these kinds of posts are not allowed. Fan cams are not. Like, Mm. there's just, like, very specific rules about what can be in Mm. the sub. So it keeps it, like, nice and concise. Mm -hmm. So it does usually only have like the news of the day, like this new teaser album, somebody tweeted this, like this is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But specifically like for Burning Sun, they have, they are the place that has compiled like Mm -hmm. every single article and like sourced it and timelined it out. And like, if you want, I'm, if you want to learn about that, I would say go there Mm -hmm. because that is the place that did the most diligent job of Mm -hmm. organizing all of it. Um, so the pros to, uh, our K-pop is that it's constantly updated, yeah. like constantly any breaking news is always on there, like within minutes. Cause mm-hmm. like Reddit is a huge community. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's so well curated keeps like only what you want to see on there. But I would say the cons discussion wise, I have found that a lot of the people that hang out on our K-pop are very, very knowledgeable about K-pop, and they are not nice when people don't know about things. Too bad. Um, Which I think kind of happens in those, like, kind of nerdy internet communities. But, like, I have been chewed out for just saying something before and not knowing every detail of it, so it's kind of scared me away from posting there. Mm. Um, So just know that. I've learned a lot of things. Like, I've done learned things that we've done on this show on the Reddit K-pop thread. So it's mm. it's there, but like, I don't know, it's kind of scary to try to interact. There's a lot of like sure. real hardcore fans who've been around a long time. And unlike us, they're not interested in kindly <laughs> sharing information with people. So just beware, be cautious. It is Reddit after it's all. A, it's a good source. It can be a good source for information and they do um, their best to give you like, the sources for yourself um but just know that it's a community of of random schmoes and sometimes random schmoes can be mean but yeah see like you just scroll down right here like breaking news ioi is here here's dio's new teaser like it's all just Mm -hmm. very it's just out there everything that you need um but then they and then it's all organized like news and rumors and teasers and I, I like this sub, but then there's also all these random ones like K-poppers and K-pop help. Like if you want to ask questions or have discussions, like there's mm. other places for that. So anyway, Reddit is a place. Um, this next one that I'm suggesti- <laughs> suggesting is a little odd, but it's like how I have gotten all of my breaking news for the last like year and a half. It's a Twitter account and it's currently at 
O-H underscore M-E-S two. The two is new. Uh, This is just a guy, as far as anybody knows, that, like, must have neighbor alerts on their phone or Mm. whatever. Because anytime there is, like, breaking news... They, like, translate the article really, really quickly and just put, like, a simple tweet of, like, breaking, so-and-so and so-and-so are getting divorced, link. Mm. And, like, that's all they the do. The link is to a Korean, Korean article. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're, like, the place that, So like, they just translate, essentially, the headlines. Yes, the breaking news headlines. Um but if it, but I feel like it's known in the community that, like, if it's on OMS, then, like, it's real. Mm. Like, okay. because this person, like, only translates like the realist of breaking news Mm -hmm. or whatever um but the reason that they're oh mess too is because fans who were very angry at them reporting on things like mass reported the account and got it removed wow um which is kind of a weird thing that i feel like happens with twitter news is like people mass reporting and trying to get people removed because they don't like the news that they're sharing (sighs) that's such a that's so stupid i feel like that's such a weird weirdly modern problem that the media faces where they have so much public opinion to the point where it's like, because we don't like the story you've told us, we are going to discredit you as a news source. And it's like, but that's their job. Like the news is not there to tell you what you want to hear. They're there to tell you the truth. Like ideally the news is going to be a source that you can trust in good times. Sure. But Whatever. Yeah, I think I that's, have a degree in journalism, so yeah. I like feel very strongly about like the role of of journalism and, and I want to hear it. I, like, I, that's great in, in our in our country. So it's like it's really disappointing when uh, something. I mean, like this this Twitter feed is is a nice thing, you know, like that that someone would go through and just kind of like really quickly like this snapshot of just like, hey, here are the articles, and maybe you you can't read this in in Hangul, but just know that like, this is the, this is the source and it's from a real article or whatever. Like that's a very handy tool. And so then for fans to take that for granted Mm -hmm. and like, then just bitch about it and get them to close, like you ultimately will lose out on so much if you get this source taken down just because you don't like what they said. Like they're, they're not the ones who made it up. I specifically remember, I wish I, I wish I could remember like what, the scandal or the rumor or what the thing was that happened in the last, like it was a month or two ago, but it was when OMS was banned and like Mm. hadn't come back. And there was like some news or some rumor. And like one of the top Reddit comments was like, how do we know if this is like, OMS isn't here. We don't know (laughs) if this is real. How do we know if it's real? Um, But yeah, the cons of it, like I said, like mass fan attacks, like, could lead to the count getting banned again. And also there's, if you click on any of their articles, it's just fan cam spam, like all underneath. So like, oh. it's not a community. There's nowhere to be, no one or any to be interacting with. Mm-hmm. It's just like weird breaking news spam posts. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are fun. So um, the next one I had is specifically for, if you are looking to be caught up, on your music. Mm. Like you oh, don't care one. about news. You don't care about like who's dating who or who got a new perfume campaign campaign or and like that stuff isn't important to you. You just mm. want to know like what music came out this week. Um, this actually, I wasn't aware of this until Jordan came on the show, oh, but yeah. this YouTube channel called Kville. Uh, ever since Jordan told me about it, I've been watching their top 100 video every single mm. week. Um, and so basically what this person does is, Every week, they make a Google spreadsheet of, like, all the new music videos that have come out or everything that's been out in the last 10 weeks. And then people can just vote. And you can vote as many times. You can pick as many songs as you want. So you could go through and click all of them if you wanted to. Mm. Or you just click the songs you like. And they tally it up into a top 100 chart. And then every week, they make this video that is 30 to 35 minutes long that's just, like, 15-second clips Mm. of all these, like, new songs. And then at the bottom, they, like, do these good graphics of, like, up two, down five. Like, and then once a song hits 10 weeks on the chart, they take it out of the running so that it isn't just the same shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I feel like it's a really good way to hear about, like, super underrated tiny groups, like, solo artists, bands, things you might never hear. Um are usually within like a hundred to 60, mm-hmm. like those to- or 40, like the back 
yeah, the yeah, back fifty yeah. percent is usually like some new random stuff you might have never heard before. Um, and I just think it's a it's a very nice source. And that person like doesn't make any money. They've like said that they've been demonetized because they're using music, so they like oh, ask yeah. for Patreon donations and stuff. But like. So I think it's like really cool because it clearly takes a ton of work, Mm -hmm. but it's so nice to have that like one place to be like, what's out right now? That's very concise. Okay. So this next part is new sites that I, I feel like I, it wouldn't be fair of me to be like, never look at them because whatever, Mm -hmm. but I just be, I would say be wary. Just, yeah. Just a warning of some new sites to, if you see a source or if you see an article from this source, take it with a grain of salt, which yeah. is a <laughs> an idiom to say be careful and find another source sure. as well to, to fact check. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one on my list is Koreaboo. Um, I feel like title alone should like mm-hmm. tell you that this is not like yeah. serious news website, but I feel like Koreaboo is way more guilty of clickbait than anybody mm-hmm. else. Um, they also net like don't seem to write many of their own articles. They just kind of gank them from Soompi. Mm. Um, and they also do this thing that I feel like is just misleading and bad where they just sort of let like a fan sort of write a post like a B- BuzzFeed community post. But then it gets tweeted out like it's a real article example. Jordan texted us one day and she was like, oh, my God, like this whole thing about Key's new company. I can't believe it. What do you guys know about that? And I was like, what are you talking about Key's new company? And then she said, like, I saw something about it on Koreaboo. So I Googled like Key's company. And it was just like a blog post from somebody who was like, here's 10 reasons why Key would be so good at being a CEO. And it was like, he's organized. He likes his fans, but, like, Mm -hmm. the headline of it and the tweet was, like, leading you to believe that, like, he was opening opening his own company. But that wasn't it at all. Right, right, right. It's uh, something that's completely not based in fact, but the headline attached to it makes it seem as though it's factual, knowing that most people only read headlines and don't actually stick around to click the article. So then they're, like, purposefully putting out misleading information. Right. And that's what I don't like because yeah. again I feel like I said at Unethical. the ethical. Yeah, and like I said way up top like I think, you know, international fans rely so hard on other people to get mm-hmm. our information. So I Absolutely. feel like people taking advantage of that in any way or like being misleading on purpose like really kind of bums me out. Yeah, because totally. yeah, like sweet Jordan little baby K-pop fan like she doesn't know mm-hmm. and so I don't I don't like that they confuse her like made me mad. <laughs> Um, the next website you may, may or may not have, I feel like people do or do not know about this, but yeah. the other website that they I feel like very often when you go, like, I know that I have found a lot of, when I am doing research mm-hmm. for this podcast, it's hard to avoid this website sometimes. Yeah. I blocked them on Twitter a really long time ago, so I don't see what they post, but like, yeah, it comes up in Google search a lot. But anyway, this is all K-pop. Mm -hmm. Um, and don't feel bad if you follow them. If you don't know, like, don't feel bad. I think they, like, have somehow given themselves a good reputation out in the Mm -hmm. world that, like, they're a trusted news source. Mm -hmm. But I just want to make it known in case you didn't know. Back in the day, Sweet Ailey, solo artist Ailey that we've talked about before, um, had a shitty ex-boyfriend who fucking called Dispatch and was like, I got nude pictures, give me money. And Dispatch, like, evil, evil Dispatch. Everybody mm-hmm. hates Dispatch, like, ruining people's yep. relationships. They said, fuck you. Yeah. They said, no, we're not here for revenge porn. We won't buy your nude photos of Ailey. But a- all K-pop did. Yeah. They did. And I did not Google it because I truly don't want to know. But last I heard, they never took them down. Yikes. So, I don't know. I just feel like if you want to be a good, like, upstanding moral K-pop fan, like, I feel like it's best to just not (laughs) support all K-pop. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good. It's always good to know um, to what – it's good to know what kind of standards a news organization holds themselves to because uh, an organization that's willing to pay for those kinds of photos or that kind of story, um, especially one that other more reliable sources have turned down, like that is a tabloid now. Yeah. Right? And you cannot trust tabloid news. Like think about like in the United States, we have the most, the 
I mean, no one has crazier tabloids than the UK. I know. I used, used to write for one. <laughs> um, I used to write for this tabloid news service um, that sold shit to, like, the Daily Mail, which is, like, the worst of the right. worst. Um, no, it's not. The Sun, I think, is the worst one. Um, but anyway, I think we sold stories to them, too. Um, anyway, Finnish tabloids are, like, famous for being horrible. But even in the States, we have ones that's, like, Fat Boy found in right. Cave. And, like, all K-pop is maybe some of their stuff is factual, but ultimately they're a tabloid organization. And it's just important to know um, that a tabloid organization is not going to hold themselves to like the standards of honesty and integrity. So just know that you might not be supporting or or partaking in ethical news. Yeah. And I just feel like, there's nothing on all K-pop that you won't be able to find somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Absolutely. you can leave it behind. Yeah. And <laughs> just as like a technical thing, their website always crashes my computer because <laughs> they have the craziest pop-ups. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not an easy website. Um, okay. So this next one is technically two websites, but they both do exactly the same <laughs> thing. One is called Netizen Buzz, and the other one is called Panchoa. Um, pan is like, if, if neighbor is Google, I feel like pan is MSNBC news or MSN or so, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. one of those lesser, uh, Yahoo something, um, Bing, Bing. Yeah. (laughs) So these websites are run by translators where essentially what they do is they go to neighbor, they go to pan and they find, gossipy celebrity the gossipy celebrity Mm -hmm. section of the website and then they comb through the comments and translate like the meanest ones and then just publish them they don't publish the article or a translation of the article just a translation of the shitty comments Mm -hmm. and the whole point of it is just to like rile people up yeah like there's no other point to it um i I used like I used to hate read these things and then I found a new way to hate read these things, which is I found Twitter accounts that are called not Netizen Buzz and not Panchoa, where they just take screen caps so you don't have to click on the website and give them clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a thing because I know like I do it, like I'm not trying to shame people because I look at these websites. I'm just saying like know that it's all being like carefully curated to like show you whatever the people who run this website like want you to see Mm -hmm. and one of the ways that you can see that is like for example if you look at a netizen buzz post that's about like some big news thing that happened or whatever they show the comments and then in a little parentheses it will show how many upvotes and how many downvotes it has and on a big popular article you know it'll have 2000 upvotes and 500 dislikes and like oh this is the discourse but then sometimes they'll post something about like Hiana takes pictures in Palm Springs and then all the comments that they translate are just like trash ugly bitch and then if you look at the upvotes it's like upvoted twice downvoted mm-hmm. seven times it's like that's a comment from the bottom yeah, yeah, yeah. of the page or nobody clicked on this except for haters mm-hmm. but they're trying to like be like people uh, hate Hyuna and yeah. think she's trash like you know what I mean mm-hmm. they're trying to stir things up and the comment sections of both like fights and fights and fights between the international fans reading these things and like I don't know the whole thing is just like that it's that skeevy tabloid thing of just like mm-hmm. getting people riled up like over hating things and, or fighting about like, you think they suck? I don't think they suck. Like mm-hmm. ugh, really want to have this fight. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's there. I feel like I read it just to like, cause I want to know like what the <laughs> hatest, hatiest of the hater netizens are saying about things. Sure. Um. Like just to know it, but it is really depressing. And sometimes it's just like too upsetting and I wouldn't recommend it, <laughs> but like it's out there. And I think a lot of people like treat it like, a main source of news, and mm. I wouldn't. Just know your source. Yeah. Um, so those are all of the places that I personally do or do not get my K-pop news. Um, but one last thing that I wanted to say on this topic, because I don't know when else I would get to say it, going back to like a point you were making earlier, I just really wish that people would be nicer to K-pop journalists mm-hmm. here in America, because we don't have very many of them. And they are trying their best. And like you said, or I don't know if we said this on mic yet or not, but like the news doesn't exist to like coddle your fandom. (laughs) Yeah. They like exist to like talk about a new album or tell you about a concert tour. Like, yeah, they're not. The news is not here to like 
pump you up. I think what I said earlier was that the news is not here to tell you what you want to hear. It's mm-hmm. here to report on the facts. And so if, you know, some group comes out with a new album and the article doesn't rave about it or calls one of the songs forgettable or whatever, like it doesn't mean that they're here to hate on your fave. Right. It just means that like maybe they're a music critic and like yes. sometimes sometimes as a music critic like you have to be critical, you know, like you have to you can't just give compliments um you have to give your opinion or whatever you have to like give give your your point of view if you're a critic then that's like more opinionated it's not facts but even if it is a factual thing I think sometimes um I'll see like fans that get upset over the way certain things are reported sometimes because uh the person who's interviewing them is like not emphatic enough right they're like they're like you didn't lose your shit over my person how could you possibly not have done that and it's like well they're a professional reporter like right doing their job and they need to be professional yeah um and it's just very interesting um because i think it's really cool that we do have people writing for music magazines and music websites here in the states that are now like covering k-pop full-time like that there's enough of that for that to be mm-hmm. somebody's job. But I follow, I'll shout some people out in a second, but I follow K-pop journalists and I feel so bad for them because like some of them have like expressed that like is like that this whole thing might be like killing their hobby, mm-hmm. that they like wanted to write about K-pop because they love it. But like now it's their job and people are like really, really critical of them. Mm-hmm. And like, is it worth it anymore? And I don't know. I just think music journalists, like especially somebody who's writing for like Billboard or whatever, is writing an article for like music nerds who want to read about new music and find new music. Like they don't care about all the tiny in and outs of your K-pop things and they're not going to be able to give every single bit of context Mm -hmm. and like... They're just trying to talk about this album, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, the fan mobs, like, make me really sad. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, I just can't imagine what that's like. But I think it's great. And I'm, like, grateful to all of these people who are trying. Mm-hmm. So I just want to shout out if you're looking for people to follow and want to read some, like, it's not as much, like, breaking news. But, like, read the occasional article, see a good interview. Mm-hmm. Um, a good profile every once in a while. Yeah. Um, one person is Tamar Herman. Uh, she writes for Forbes and the pop section of Billboard. Um, and she is at Tamar Writes on Twitter. Um, then there's Jeff Benjamin at Billboard. Uh, Jeff underscore Benjamin is his Twitter account. Um, he's in Korea a lot, like getting to inter- like actually interview people. Mm-hmm. There's like video interviews of him doing stuff, but he also writes articles. Um, he's doing a good job. And then um, Natalie Morin, who writes for uh, Refinery29 and MTV and listens to this podcast, <laughs> hey girl, is at NB Morin on Twitter as well. Um, So I don't know. I just wanted to say, like, support K-pop journalists and be nice to them. Like, Mm. they are breaking new ground in the world of music journalism. And they're trying to tell the locals, as you guys say, about your precious K-pop. So just be nicer to them. I mean, and I know that, like, we've had moments where we have sort of shit on, like, the media. Like, when we did our uh, K-pop in the States episode, we talked about how, like, some, a lot of media coverage of K-pop in the United States can be very cringy because either the journalists like don't do all their research or, you know, they're just awkward or they like don't get it, quote unquote. Um, And so we're just shouting out like we recognize that sometimes the journalists make mistakes and they don't cover them well. But there are some journalists that are working really hard and journalists who have like like the three that Shannon just shouted out that have like chosen to specifically focus on K-pop. And I think it's important to appreciate that without those journalists, the music we love a lot would not be covered by these mainstream um, American publications. And so it is important to, to support the people who are trying to do a good job. (laughs) And they even, I want to say it was tomorrow if I'm remembering correctly, like last time, Somebody flubbed if it was on a BTS or an NCT or something, and she just, like, tweeted, like, news outlets, like, I'm begging you, like, please reach out to K-pop people if you want to try to do K-pop stories, because, like... You guys know from listening to this podcast, the whole point of this podcast is that this is, like, a very big, like, 
uh, music industry that has mm. really specific things about it. Yeah. And so if you like write about it without knowing those things, you're going to look dumb. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, that's all I ha- that's all I had written down in my notes about K-pop news. I think that that's do you have a any great, other thoughts? Um, I mean, I think that that's a great starter pack for sure. I think w- there are some good places to go um, for like reliable sources. Um, I think, like we said before, always make sure like if you're if you find something or you read something that you find surprising, um, first of all, always look to see where the source is coming from, not just as far as like what is the web site that that article is on, but also where are they getting their information? Are they saying that the statement is from, uh, the idol themselves are they saying that the statements from the company is the statement from an unnamed source yeah, always just be questionable rumor? about yeah. that and are there source links to things like you can um because usually an article even an article something on like the New York Times if they reference something um it is standard practice for a news organization to link the previous articles that relate to that topic so that's always really important and like you know that an organization has done their homework if they're if the article you're reading has links embedded in it yeah. to give you the background context of what happened. Um, because I just think there isn't a lot of super like there we just ran down there were like three reliable sources that we named. Right. So like there isn't a lot of like great news outlets for this particular topic out there. So with that in mind, be careful with the news that you consume and like be just be a smart consumer right. and really think about where it's coming from and what it's saying before you choose to make any opinions yeah. based off of it. <laughs> I also wish I think one of the hardest things, like this is just about like, you know, K-pop news in general and the grand scheme of it all, which I try to stay up on, like for the sake of the podcast and to just like know about things. But as far as like staying up to date. For news about like your specific group, that's a thing I still haven't like got a grasp on. I feel like there's no like tried and true method for trying to find it because those sort of things are usually like run by fan sites Mm -hmm. or like big international fan clubs. Like the kind of updates of like, well, Seventeen's going to be at this thing on Friday or Seventeen's filming a TV show. Like those sort of like updates about your individual group. It's just, oh, it always just takes me time to like find, to find one of those accounts that like an RSS Mm -hmm. feed seem to just be like posting straightforward updates. Just like June 17th, the group will be here. Mm -hmm. Like those kinds of updates. Calendar updates. But it's just, I feel like it's just so hard to like find that stuff in the first place. And I Mm. wish I, I wish I had like good advice about how to find it. But I, the only things that have ever like given me luck in the past is like, I don't know, I find somebody to follow and then one time they retweet or reblog something mm. that looks like it's coming from one of those XO news, like oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I f- click it and it's like, oh, here's one of those, like just One of those pure- sources. Yes, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. can follow, but like it's hard to find them because there's no, there doesn't seem to be a standard way to go about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. It's like trying to just stay up to date on like your group. And they're Oof. always so busy in so many different ways. It's impossible um, and yet somehow they're finding the time to get thick. <laughs> i know <laughs> is anybody's gym schedules because uh, i feel like they're constant cancel the gym memberships um immediately <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i hope that this was at least a little bit interesting to you guys i just wanted to give you some sources because i feel like that's just trying to stay up on the K-pop can be a bit of a task. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to give you some places to look. Yeah. If that's something that interests you. Yeah. If you're trying to to know what's what's going on. Yeah. We'll be right back with our random game. <laughs> All right. We're back. And today we got the father of K-pop. Sai <laughs> himself. I don't know. I I mean, I I like that big grand thing, but I feel like someone would be like, he can't be. No, the he's not of, the father because he didn't. He's like the weird, goofy uncle. Yeah, he. I would say he's like the. Um, 
He's like the I I would say size like the Christopher Columbus of K-pop. Like he brought it outside of the world to the most people. I don't know. No, Christopher Columbus is too problematic. Of that's a yeah, that's very true. <laughs> we can't have it be Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I, anybody um, who like spread out and conquered, they're all bad. Um, so like, yeah. anyway, point is, most people who don't know anything about K-pop at all, like, they still know, about know Psy. Psy. They still know Psy. And we have gone a little bit more. Like, we're not going to go super in depth um, with him today because a he's a very popular person, so like most people know who he is. So we don't have to give like a lot of background, but B, we've already talked about Psy and his career in our solo artist episode. So just the quick breakdown. Who is he? Quick breakdown. Uh, Sai was born Park Jae-sung. That's his real name. Um, but his stage name is Sai. Psycho mm-hmm. is like I think that's the name of his fandom. Of it. Yes, the psychos. Um, he, I think we've said this before, but like Psy grew up very, 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 very rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad is a very, very rich person, um, but he was like a class clown fuck up. Yeah, and uh, went to jail for smoking weed when he was real young. Mm-hmm. Like, just was. Just like uh, people say that he was like a real shitty shitty little shitty kid. Um, Ow. Ow. Oh, no. Oh, are you okay? Oh, no. Owie, 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 owie. Shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Okay. (sighs) Owie, that hurts. It's okay, it's okay. Um, okay, so Sai went to the U.S. for, like, college and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that he went to Boston University and then dropped out and then went to the Berkeley College of Music. Okay. Um, yes, because I think he initially wasn't studying music, and then he decided that he wanted to be a musician and, like, much to the dismay of his family, dropped out of BU and went to Berkeley College and enrolled himself in yeah. Berkeley College of Music, if I remember correctly. Um, that's interesting that those are the schools that he actually went to because on a podcast on our network – Recently, Natasha Legero, the stand-up comedian, was, like, telling a story about how she was somewhere, like, back in 2013, and, like, Cy was backstage, and, like, nobody was talking to him. Like, they assumed he, like, didn't speak English or whatever, and then she said something like, oh, hey, I like your music video, and he, like, said something back in, like, perfect English, and she was like, you speak English? And he was like, I went to USC, is, like, how she tells the story. He clearly didn't go to USC, (laughs) but I guess... Same, yeah, same yeah, yeah. energy is that she like told this story about like feeling tricked by Sai because like <laughs> he could speak English. Um, but he debuted as a rapper in uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, his first album was called Sai from the Psycho World. Yep. And I think we played a clip of like one of his really old songs on that solo artist episode. Um, okay. He's always made... He's always made like very loud, kind of funny. Mm-hmm. He's music. always had a very distinct voice yes. in his music. That hasn't changed. Um, but I guess like maybe the sort of genre of music that he's that he's gone for has changed because I he does rap, but he sings more. I think in in now it's kind of like a yelling sing. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, like it's a speaking yeah, sing. It's a very interesting style mm. for sure. But it's not hip hop. Like he's not making hard rap music. No, not really. Not really. Um, there's that one song we talked about at the end of the year because like Mino did it at the oh yeah, War yeah, yeah. champion or whatever. Yeah. And it's got like a tech do do. It's like the Mortal Kombat song and then do 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 do. And then they're like champion, champion. Okay. Yeah, anyway, that's not a good song. <laughs> Um, But then, like, very early into his career, he had to go to the military. um, And then he went, like, totally broke and kind of disappeared for a while. Um, And then his wife, I guess, encouraged him to, like, go beg YG to, like, let him into Mm. the company. So he did join uh, YG uh, in 2010. Um, Then... Let's see. Uh, several times in his career, he had like music banned for like bad lyrics or like yeah. being inappropriate for children and all of that stuff. Um, and of course, the biggest moment we all know, 2012, Gangnam Style was like worldwide everywhere. It was the biggest song ever. It like still has the most YouTube views. Like it is what it is. And it continues to be. 
Yeah, continues to be huge. Um, and he, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people misinterpret uh, size lyrics and songs. We've mentioned this before about how, I mean, Gangnam Style in particular, but also like several of his songs have like a very distinct sort of dry sense of humor, um, especially Gangnam Style, which is like sort of making fun of this like frivolousness and like materialness of, and people of, the general idea of like people in Gangnam or like a, a a problem in Korean society of people like buying things they can't afford mm-hmm. and, and like, like racking up massive debt. debt just so that they can wear like Balenciaga shoes or whatever um and even the people of Gangnam like didn't understand like the nuances of his of his lyrics because they put the this like they built this like horribly gaudy statue of like his hands um mm, and like put move. it in uh in the middle of Gangnam and he and people, like he, he hates, hates that it. statue <laughs> um but yeah uh yeah, I don't know. You guys, what else does there say that you know about Sai? He launched his own company this year in January. Mm-hmm. His current artists as of recording are Hyuna Hyojong and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody, nobody from the four of them have put anything out Not as yet. of now. But last I heard, Sai said he was coming back in July. And by the time you hear this episode, it is July. Mm-hmm. So I hope that means he's like dropped the banger of the summer on us already. But I, I don't know. I will say that like Sai. I think consistently makes like really fun, catchy music. Like I loved the album that had, I love it and new face on it. Um, I think, uh, what's that song? Daddy. Yes. I think that song is so great. Um, Psy makes like real, I remember when I first heard Gangnam Style and I like didn't know anything about K-pop and I was like, what is this? Um, but Psy's music is like really fun and really catchy. And, um, the lyrics are usually really clever. So like Psy's a genius. Yeah. And that's that. He just is. That's that. So weirdly enough, I like never thought this would happen, but like, I guess it makes sense. Uh, We say we watch the most popular music video. And so we are really watching the most popular music video ever with 3.3 billion views. Here comes Psy Gangnam Style. I don't remember the last time I watched this music video, to be totally honest. I don't think I've watched it in a very long time. Do we, how, is it, do we need to describe, describe this? It? I feel so like we do. It starts with Sai on a on a beach. But it's not a beach. It's no, a it's a playground. And then there's like a little kid version of Sai who comes out to do this silly dance. And now he's walking into trash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so then he's like <laughs> walking through what I guess would be like a, a private oh airport. <laughs> <laughs> but just like huge, crazy hurricane winds are throwing trash in his face. Now he's at a sauna. And he's he's playing cards with old men. And now he's at a tennis court. (laughs) Everyone's just dancing and having a good time. Now he's on a bus. And he's under like an overpass. That's one of my favorite sets because it's just like a fucking dirty (laughs) overpass. Horse barn. Mm -hmm. Ajumas walking at the river. And this horse dance. Sai also often gets a lot of like, uh, well, he's really famous for having um, those point dances that we talked about a lot in our like choreography video. His, almost all of his choreography includes at least one. (laughs) You see the screaming at the butt is like (laughs) the weirdest line. Um, You suck in a weird uh, oh, this was the other thing I was going to say. Like, he always has A, a dance that everyone can do, and B, a celeb cameo in his in his music videos. And there's that other comedian If not more guy. than one. Yeah. yeah. I can never remember his name, but that guy. He often wears a cowboy hat, though. <laughs> I think he's wearing that same cowboy in the sister, in the sister video that oh. he's in. <laughs> yeah. Hyuna in the subway. <laughs> so young. I know. She's a little baby. She doesn't even have her eyebrows on. 
Yeah, see, that's why people should be like, when they're always like, where did Hannah's eyebrows go? She doesn't have them a lot. No, yeah, she often doesn't. Yeah, so this music video already had three celeb cameos in it. They're in the subway station. He just goes to like all around Korea and does this silly, silly dance. It's really silly. It's so silly. I haven't like paid attention to how silly it is. All his dances are silly though. Yes. The daddy one is so goofy. Kiona has a little like a little headband on that I like. It has baby flowers on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now he's, he's on, on a, a toilet. toilet. He's so zany. <laughs> he is zany. That's a good description. Yeah. He also does a lot of like where his choreography is really good for backup dancers. So yeah, like a whole big crowd of people yeah. like doing it. Mm-hmm. And in that last shot, he had UJ Suck and the other other comedian. We're ending with a nice little tag of him dancing with UJ Suck in the dance battle with their ridiculous suits. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally dancing circles around him. I love it. Open Gangnam Style. Great. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that was that was Sai. How was that? That yeah. was that. Um. All right. Do you have a weekly recommendation? Um. I don't know. Well, let's see. I'll say right off the bat, like, this isn't my official recommendation, but the side thing got me thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if I could... There's a video that I remember seeing, like... Okay, yeah. If you just, like, type in Psy huge crowd into (laughs) YouTube, there's this really crazy video um, from, like, back at the peak of this song's popularity where he's singing it to, like, millions. It's so many fucking people, and they're all singing the song, and it's just, like— I remember seeing it before I had, like, fallen into K-pop and just being, like, Mm. astonished that, like, someone could be— so like so very beloved uh so like take a look at that if you've never seen it because it's kind of awe-inducing um and then I guess my next thing I don't know if I can like confidently like recommend it because I feel like it's a pretty it might be very polarizing like it's a very Mm. it's weirder than anything I've ever recommended before but Sully formerly formerly of FX, Mm -hmm. uh quote-unquote like disgraced member of of FX After years and years of just being, like, an Instagram girl who's been shredded Mm -hmm. on, like, the very websites I talked about earlier today, like, Netizen Buzz hates Sully and will take any opportunity Mm -hmm. to, like, write about how people are writing mean things about Sully. So much so that she actually has a TV show now where she, like, talks about online bullying. Like, it's like a... Hello Counselor style like variety show like about online bullying and she hosts it because like no one's meaner. People are so mean to her. But anyway, she put out her first like music for the first time in like five years. A solo song called Goblin. Um, I think the song itself is like really good. It's super weird. It's like not traditional like pop in any way. I would say it's like kind of jazzy even. I don't know. But the music video itself is an art piece. Mm. It's an art piece. Mm. So I feel like that's the part that I I don't want to be like, go out and watch this because it's not, it's, I don't even know if it's for me, but it like starts with a title card and it's like, this is a story about a girl with multiple personalities. And then it like opens with these weird interviews of Sully, like saying strange things in a windowsill and then like the music video she's like in a mansion and she has like three very distinct personalities and she wears crazy art clothes and these people are just like walking around a mansion like it's very hipstery Mm. it's very artsy it's it's very a lot okay but the song itself is good and i just like want to support sully's like return to the spotlight because people have been trying to hold her down Mm -hmm. so hard for so long that like any rising she wants to do i like feel like i gotta stand behind it 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Supporting original FX, the girls you love the most. Yeah. <laughs> so you go, Sully. Um, I have not listened to the song, so I have no commentary. That's okay. Um, I feel like I'm not sure what to recommend this week because – Last week, the only thing that was taking up my mind was, like, 17 and how dangerous they've become. And then this week, I'm going to assume, because we're recording this in the past, I'm going to assume that the only thing taking up my mind is this upcoming Chanyol Sehun Oh, fuck. Will that be out by now? No, it will be the following week. Oh, jeez. It will be the week. It will be... This coming week. Oh, no. So, Chanyo and Sehun uh, officially are going to debut as XOSC, which is a stupid and difficult I haven't name. decided how to say it. Is it sh- like, I feel like it's just going to become like XOSC. Like XOSC. 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 Yeah, yeah. I think that that's why <laughs> they. XOSC. It's almost like what something that's the XOSC. Um, like, what is this? SC just like a modifier? SC is like. Is yes or is if, depending on which uh, C you're using. Claro but I would say, si. like, yeah, like, claro que si, it means, like, of course. Like, of course it is that X-O-S-C. way. XOSC. <laughs> XOSC. I know, I was thinking more of, like, um, like, oh, si, es okay. Es, like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, XO, like, is. Uh-huh. Like, they are like this. Like, eso si. Eso si, right? Like, ah, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but anyway, XOSC. I wonder why why Sehun got the first first XOCS. Because XOCS I think- almost makes more sense because you have XOCBX and then XOCS. Maybe that's why they didn't, because it would have been too, too similar many C's. to CBX. Anyway, they're here to murder us with whatever <laughs> they're coming out with. It's called What a Life. Uh supposedly it's filmed on a yacht. <laughs> when I, is it out again? I believe uh wait, let me let me let me pull this up for real before I say this for sure. <laughs> Um, they will officially debut on July 22nd um, with a song called What Is Life? Or no, What A Life, excuse me. Um, my assumption is that it's going to be like laid back, sexy, cool, like uh, like We Young was. Mm-hmm. Um, based solely on the teaser images that they've come out with so far and the the title. That's my only, that's all I'm going off of. Yeah. Um, so because I, those are like the two things that have taken up my mind and like Chanyol's thing hasn't come out yet. Chanyol and Sehun's <laughs> thing hasn't come out yet. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to recommend. I feel like that's the only thing that I'm going to be thinking about. So if you are curious as to what I'm thinking about that, yeah. uh, I'm probably crying. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> SM, SM has supposedly promised us exo month for this july yeah this whole because xosc baekhyun's first solo mm-hmm. chen's gonna put out another song mm-hmm. and dio's gonna put out a bye-bye military a song because SM i feel like station. that's what sm station is for now yep. it's for military bye-byes yep so that will happen and then yeah but like what about suho <laughs> and kai he's not oh, doing right. anything and either kai. I knew I'd forgotten someone and else. Kai and I think that that's it. Because then Sehun and Chanyol and Beck and, yeah, Suho, Kai, Suho and Kai. They are interviewing Stranger Things cast members. Oh, my God. Poor those Kay. poor things. <laughs> that was the most awkward shit I've ever seen in my life. It was so awkward. Oh, it was God. so, why did they do that? I don't know. <laughs> For some reason, if you didn't, if you don't keep up with EXO, <laughs> Suo and Kai like hosted two of the boys from Stranger Things. They like went to the premiere of like the what? The they went to third something. season. Third season. They went to the premiere of the third season, and then two of the boys played this game with Suho and Kai where they like listened to EXO songs and tried to like hum along and they were trying to get Kai and Suho to like guess which EXO song it was but it was really awkward and they also went to like a palace yeah all I saw oh yeah and they went to a palace cause what I saw the two boys were hanbok yeah the like I don't know how this came together cause the thing that I saw first was those two boys from Stranger Things 
it was going around like all of K-pop Twitter because they had posted a video that was like, hey, BTS, hey, Blackpink, hey, EXO, hey, TWICE, like just naming all the popular groups being like, who wants to meet us in Korea next week? So they had like put out a call to like everyone popular and, and it somehow Suho ended that Suho and Kai had to do it. Oh my God. It's because they're not doing they're not doing anything. It's because they're not doing it. That's so funny. I know. I didn't know that. That's kind of sad. <laughs> I know. Oh, and they Suho had to meet Trump the other day. Poor EXO. They need to go to the mill. Everyone go to military. It's safer there. <laughs> you don't have to do you don't have to do nothing. According to what I've seen of Shiny, you just get to like dance and be in the band and play soccer. It seems and fun. Have your, the skin glow. <laughs> glow, glow like glow angels. From within. <laughs> I yeah, that photo of them with Ivanka Trump really bummed me out, but Chanyeol's hair right now. Oh my god, I know. It's so good. For some reason, seeing the bald sides of his head is like jangling her chemicals in a crazy way. I don't know why this is happening to me. (laughs) I don't know what's happening to me, but the close shaved sides of his head make me feel a make me feel a way. I don't know. I just love it. I love it so much. And then, like, I was, like, losing my shit over Chanyeol's beautiful, it's, like, so white. It's just, like, white hair. And it's, like, long on top and really short on the sides. And then Ming Hao came out with his silver hair. And, like, I always loved Mino's silver hair. And why is my type so specific? I don't know. But it's really (laughs) funny how specific it is. You've been able to make, like, so many really good, like, little collages of, like, several (laughs) boys that you love, like, Looking exactly the same. <laughs> it's very funny. I know. And like, I like if it. I if I looked at Chanyeol and Mino and Minghao individually, their faces do not look the same. No. But when I made that collage of all my white haired babies, it just looked real good. They looked real good together. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, I don't have a recommendation. I just have That's feelings. Okay. <laughs> That's Sorry. okay. Sometimes we just have feelings and that's okay. And if you have feelings, <laughs> you know, talk to us about your feelings. We do like doing that. And you can do that on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at amakpoppod, amakpoppod at gmail.com to send emails, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for links and ask me about K-pop, the podcast on YouTube. And next week, we'll be back with a special guest. It's been a while since we've had another person in this circle of crazy, so I hope that uh, they're ready for it. Yeah! All right, see you then. Bye-bye! Bye-bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. Bye.